1: Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit lonely Cause you're never coming round Turn around Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified. I don't have the lyrics in front of my face. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit something, and I see the fucking <laughs> look in your turn around, bright <laughs> eyes. Bright. Bright. Every, bright. Bright.
2: Every now, now and then I fall apart. Turn around, bright. 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 Eyes. Every now and then I'm all fall apart, mm-hmm. and I need mm-hmm. you now tonight, mm-hmm. and I need you more than ever. And I'll if you only hold, hold me tight, hold holding on forever. forever, I will not only be that making it me. right. I will never be right. I'm all I have to do. I'm always in the dark, living in a barbecue, giving yeah, up socks? I'm, I'm really to get tonight. tonight. Forever's gonna start tonight. Forever's gonna
1: start. Too. Once upon a time, I was falling in love. Now I'm only falling apart. Nothing I can do total eclipse of the heart welcome to page seven it was a lot
3: there's a lot it was I a journey just, it's it's been an emotional that was yours your testament to it being quite the bizarrely
1: emotional week I feel all over the place but um in like a zany way like <laughs> I feel like I'm hitting the upside of my manic and so now I'm just I mean the fact that I Blanked out on the lyrics to Total Eclipse of the Heart, which I've done as a karaoke song a hundred million thousand times. But you know what? You got to flow with the heart, love man. Welcome to page seven. (laughs) Flow with the heart,
2: love man.
3: man. The heart, love man. i met the heart, love man. (laughs) Yesterday, uh, I promptly ran away from him when I feel like he was kind of trying to grab it. I'm just going to say it. My genitals... So I don't know if you should actually flow with him. Are
1: you talking about the Duke of Hastings? (laughs) Oh, the Duke of Hastings. All right, I know we're not here to talk about Bridgerton. The Lord of the Duke, my friend. uh, Molly, I know you haven't watched Bridgerton yet. He's such a rake, and I can't. Oh my God! Oh, Jeff I, was being a bit of a rake last night as well. I tell you, <laughs> what. all right. Oh man, he raked up every dead leaf I had on my lawn. All right, for the love
3: of the Lord, I do just want to bring up though that the Duke is, I think, going to be the new just like I'm just thirst. It's not even a trap. It's a thirst dungeon. It is a thirst. You know what I mean? A thirst nether realm that he will keep you in, I think, for the rest of your life. And then you post this song, because apparently he sings in a band, and I turn on this song, and I'm guys. just trying to... Now I'm just trying to live through this guy. Is he single? Because this, if this you guy is guys. not just slamming it down... I, I You should have read no. the YouTube comments.
1: The thirst in the, the YouTube comments were dripping. I don't need to read the YouTube <laughs> comments to feel the thirst inside of mine loin. I have never... My god, my poor squirty bird has <laughs> never had such a tidal wave upon it in many a <laughs> young. It's so insane. It, please, I beg of you, look up. So the Duke of Hastings, I always say the Duke of Hastings because he has a beautiful name and I don't know how to pronounce it because I forgot to look it up. He's from. He grew up in both Zimbabwe and the UK. I believe it's Regé-Jean Page. Yeah,
3: Regé-Jean Page I be, is what it seems to me to be, but I'm sure someone can, will correct. I
1: don't know sense. if I'm just thinking of Jean Valjean right now, but what I do want to say is that our boy, the Duke of Hastings, is in a band with his brother oh it's called tanya like nunya business but tanya and he's got this voice i didn't even know molly i didn't know he could (laughs) sound like this when he sang look up there's a short film called don't wait and he sings in it, and it's like this soulful. Oh my god! Whoosh!
4: Ah, I'm going down the slip and slide. <laughs> All right, please,
1: give me for a moment. I watched the video at least ten times this morning.
4: <laughs> I have a question, which I hope is relevant to some listeners, but maybe not. Maybe I'm the only weird person out there who, who for some reason, something's broken inside me, and I do not care for period pieces a la i get it i know jane austen i've always felt like i'm literally the only person on earth though because all my best friends in high school just absolutely were mr darcy this and you know mr darcy that (laughs) it does
1: surprise
2: (laughs)
4: you can't even name another character
1: because i was so excited when you uh when you birthed two daughters because i kept screaming about how it was just like little women yeah and
4: um you you didn't you weren't as excited about it as i was i was never a little woman little woman person i i did like anne of green gables but but since then i i just i could never get into the period uh like masterpiece theater all of that stuff and I so everyone's like and then I every time I look and see like an image of the like a screenshot of the show I'm like uh, I don't want to watch a bunch of lords and ladies do I have to but I get it but it's not for everyone what makes it so hot and special compared to you know all of the other period pieces
3: well it does all right first of all it definitely does that thing that I think is kind of in right now for period it really I mean people have been doing it for a long time now but. The great kind of does it in the sense that um, it it has that uh, those orchestrations have those pop anachronistic is the yeah, word anachronistic. anachronistic I think what's cool about it is it has and they do explain it actually they do place it in, and it's not just arbitrary but there is a very like multi multicultural casting uh-huh. which feels it's more kind of modern like a,
4: a, a, a re like a doing those stories but in a better way.
3: Like, yeah, up top it just has, it's more multicultural. It's got this cool pop, pop nod, like modern nod with the orchestrations of pop songs.
1: Uh-huh. Please look up the Spotify playlist yeah. of the music, fr- because it's all pop music done in a period style. It, like Chamberlain That, that music. sounds, not that the sounds way great. Yeah. That. Which
3: is cool, that just these little touches. I think in the first like three episodes, it's just these little touches, and the characters are very immediately engaging, and the story, I kind of love how it starts, so also the f- frame of it. So it starts at the beginning of, quote, a season, which is like a season of courtship, essentially, like a season uh. of parties and dalliances, trying to match people up to get, to marry off a bunch of people in these All like right. rich families. So it kind of starts off like, who will get together, yada, yada, yada. Then on top of that, wh- like centering around the Bridgerton family, then on top of that, uh, it's very, fucking. It, it's just beautiful. Like, there's these gorgeous wide shots of these, like, gorgeous, like, exterior garden parties and things like that that I think draw you in. But then you get to, like, episode four, and it starts getting, motherfucker, a specie fucking spicy, <laughs> bro.
1: I feel like a lot of those shows, which... I am into you, but I get—I think that that it, it might be part of your repulsion. I—I I don't mean to speak for you, but that it is the like long glances from across the way when nothing ever happens, <laughs> which I am definitely into that kind of sexual tension. But this show delivers on it a lot,
4: <laughs> and a so lot. you get to
1: watch these like. So it's the. It's the torture of how they want to live their lives versus how they're supposed to live their lives in a way that a lot of these pieces I feel like touch upon, but it's not usually about that. Okay, But this is about like how do I learn how to be myself while being a part of the rules of society. Okay. And apparently, Holden, so every one of the books, so it's based on books, yes. and there are eight books, and they're all based on every book, which thank you so much for the comment in the Patreon page, that every book is based on another child, another Bridget. So I child. think it's gonna
3: be, the. well, I don't want actually, can I not say, I think I know who the next uh, season will be based on then, based on the so title this of the second book. So this one was about Daphne.
1: So it yeah. was about Daphne's, Turn in the wheel of society, and then I seeming like seemingly the next season will be a different child of the Bridgerton family. And there's
3: like six or seven children, eight children. I think there's
1: eight. I think there's eight.
3: So the other cool thing is there's a mystery frame around all this too. There's a there's a framing device. Lady Whistledown writes a gossip column which is very applicable to I think what we do here in this show and everybody reads it and it actually becomes a plot device in a lot of ways but also the queen fucking does not like Lady Whistledown because she keeps stirring up all this drama in the community so so the whole time you're also the, trying to figure out who the true identity of Lady Whistledown is in this whole thing It could be anybody right writing these secret articles. Um, so I finished last night. It's fucking awesome. And just, man, just so much sweaty. It might as well be called Loins, <laughs> this show.
1: It is one of Lointown. the sexiest <laughs> shows. Also, what's great, Molly, too, is that, oh, I'm not going to even say,
2: I was thinking of you. Oh, that's right, all I'm going to say. Come on. That's um, already I'm, too uh, much. I
1: will explain that to you later, Molly. During so the so sweaty things? Away, so. ah, okay. Oh. oh, my God. I, like, even thinking about it, I get hot
3: and bothered. And it really is softcorn. It is Cinemax level, Cinemax yes. level softcorn pornography. I mean, by by like halfway through the show. Okay. Like, it is yeah. outrageous. You're just like, oh, I but was watching. It's also, the-
1: again, anachronistic, I believe, in the way that they had their sex as well, because it's like lots of getting eaten out. Yes. You know, uh-huh. like that kind of thing, which I feel like I would assume was not a big practice of the day. Digits you know, like that are kind being of shit.
3: used. Well, the Duke is a rake, Jackie, and rakes do not, are not proper in this way. They get drunk he's and they referred womanize. referred to as a rake often. Yes. Of, he's
1: such a rake. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, he's such a rake, he's dude. A it's rake. like unbelievable how rakish
3: he is. And I just, I'm here for it all day, all fucking night, bro.
4: It's like, damn, think, what a rake. I think you guys told me. I was like really gonna <laughs> avoid it. And now I think I'm I we're you know we just finished Cobra Kai and then our go to now is Shit's Creek. We're just slowly working our way through it. We're on season four, but you know sometimes we want to mix it up and you want to have something right. else besides your go to. So I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do Bridgerton and go. and like everything else with me and pop culture, I'll just be a little late to the party, but I will report back next week. That's okay.
3: I know we usually don't detour on like the shows we're watching because a we have talking TV for that. B it's just kind of like. We talk about the news stories of the week, but it's been such a fucking weird ass week. Why not open with just our enjoyment of a fun, raunchy period piece TV show before we get into, I don't know, the cannibalism and the cat (laughs) cooking and the just Jackie just sent
1: a list of just devastation. It's like. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: it is it was devastation. A rough
4: week for celeb gossip, <laughs> and and the Kim Cattrall stuff and the Sarah Jessica Parker stuff. Also, it makes me it gives me the sads a little bit. You know, I want to talk about it. The Army Hammer stuff. It is. It's a weird one. There is a lot of weird. I don't even know what to say about Azalea Banks, but it's reading the list. It was a, it was vertigo inducing.
3: Uh, you know what, Azalea Banks? Let's just get it out of the way. She's be- always been terrible. There's never a time when she wasn't terrible. She came out of the gate with that 212 song. I really liked that song, but even in that song she's like a nasty human being. Uh she's she's said a bunch of terrible stuff from the very beginning. I don't know why she still is a name because I feel like she hasn't really done anything since that 212 song to even be anything. So apparently she's like worships the occult and cooked a dead cat, her dead cat to use its bones for something and it's very upsetting. And I just don't understand why she can't just Go away. I don't, I, and I, I saw a blind item that people are fizz, actually afraid of her because of this cult stuff. And maybe that's why she won't just go away. They, they, they're afraid to like cut ties with her. Cause then she'll like curse them using the bones of her dead cat. And that is a phrase I just said in the year 2021. <laughs> and that's not even the craziest shit that happened this week. Not even close. Not even close to the craziest shit that happened. Do you guys have any other takes on this? Azalea Banks cat cooking incident.
4: Zero. I'm ready to move on to Army Hammer when you guys are.
1: (laughs) And it's
2: cannibalism.
1: It is, you know, I am, it's, you know, I believe that she has the right to create what kind of rituals she wants for herself. Uh, Technically, it is not even the rituals that I have the problem with. It's that, why are you... Showing all of it on Instagram because it is, it's just, it's a way to stir up a bunch of shit when personally I do believe in rituals and things like that in my life, but I see it as a very personal thing that I do that has nothing to do with anyone. And also I do it in a lot of, for a lot of positive reasons <laughs> rather than negative reasons. And I, I do believe, honestly, it wasn't even the sacrificing of the chickens years ago when everyone's like, she's been sacrificing chickens in the closet. Like, that's not, like, I'm not upset with that. You know, right. that that is part of, uh, part of what she's doing, part of her culture. It's in her own fucking house. But why show it? Why do, like, put out, like, she, so for those of you guys that don't know, she, on Instagram, dug up her dead cat that was in a bag and then put the cat into a pot of boiling water because she was trying to what seems like create the like get the ta- cat ready for taxidermy she wanted to because it's her like the cat was her favorite and she is going to have it stuffed and and you you're familiar with the process of stuffing an animal Jackie I am familiar with the process <laughs> of stuffing I will say I didn't have when I took my taxidermy class um I didn't have to boil <laughs> the rats that I was doing the taxidermy on I did it like I don't know exactly what she was doing but she claims like that bagel. it was so
4: that she could prepare you know how you have to boil, boil it's like a bagel how you have to boil the bagels before you bake them you know
1: and you do have to boil bones and you do have to prepare bones if you are using them to put up in your house and, and things like that I I understand that but it was just such it's done in such a like Fuck you bitches. Look at the did with my fucking cat. And it's that kind of attitude where it's like, do we need this right now? Do we need it right <laughs> now? It, it the just so much is going on. It's, yeah, and easy, This, this week in particular,
4: like this year, you know, where it's a n- new year, but you know, this time, yes, this week in particular when everyone is just absolutely out of their damn minds with right. like fear and, you know, it, to, to, to boil a cat, it's almost, it's almost the only thing she could do, you know, it's like the only news story that even makes sense this week.
3: And, and she's always been an incredibly nasty person on Twitter. She's such a fine person, she'll be like, Doing fancy like uh, you know hobnobbing with fancy fashionistas and stuff, and then on like Twitter, just say like insanely immature, disgusting stuff. The she Sia- so
1: brutally. She is she is a she is. A, I I feel she has to me personally a disgusting spirit. Yes, I don't enjoy. <laughs> I appreciate her right to say whatever she wants to say and do whatever she wants to do, but I don't personally enjoy her existence case in point Sia wrote
3: a tweet it wasn't that terrible it was just in, literally in like celebrity don't don't uh you know why, why like why do you have to like kill animals to achieve your personal gains like why not spread like life and love into the world and then she responded with this like insanely over the top horrible takedown on her about like how ugly she is and all this shit that just such an immature idiot would say when <laughs> being called out like in no way responded to what Sia had a problem with and just literally just turned to like really shitty, nasty insults about her physical uh, appearance and stuff and, and how and her ba- how bad she thinks her music is. Even though, again, I don't understand why Azalea Banks is even in the conversation anymore. The, the one song that was referenced in that article was 212, which is the song that she got popular off of and that was at the very beginning of her career and that was a decade ago and I have not seen her do jack shit since. So the only thing she does now in celebrity culture is cause annoying problems like this and and discuss people and says terrible things to get her back on the map. And so I just hate this person and uh, and I even enjoy I even really like that song when it dropped and then I just watched her like do nothing that even came close to it ever since and then also just capitalize on absolute nastiness. So you know maybe she is though the physical embodiment of uh, just the general, horrors of the world. Do you wonder if that's the case? That maybe she's like a Cohen Brothers monster. You know what I mean?
1: Generated to for us to always have a common enemy? I'm not sure. I guess so. Yeah. It's just, I guess it's really what it is. It's like, it's not even like, I don't like the cat thing. I will say that. But I. it's not even the cat thing that is making me, dis- I feel like we've never talked about her on the show. And it just, this gives at least, it's like, I just, I can't with this. I
3: just don't understand why she's at all relevant. I mean, I get it because she does shit like that and makes people very upset. But I will say, now now let's talk about kinks. And I don't want a kink shame here.
0: On another, just what what is this week? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. you we're talking
1: about army hammer and if you, if you haven't heard about what's going on with army hammer oh. i don't know what to tell you <laughs> that it is everywhere of the dms that were leaked about army hammer now again alleged his team has not come out yet to speak towards it everyone so i follow dumois on instagram i'm obsessed with dumois dumois is an anonymous it's it's a bit of a lady whistle down, if you will, yes. <laughs> um, on Instagram and on in Dumois' Instagram stories. They essentially put together a bunch of blind items, and anyone can write in and discuss what is being talked about. And there are a lot of people on Army Hammer's team that claim that they are aware of what is happening. That <laughs> unfortunately is one hundred percent true. That is what they are saying. Like according to other sources, that it is true that they are trying to figure out what to do with him. Like, immediately, the the movie that they just said that J-Lo was going to do with him on Netflix, he's been pulled from that. He's getting pulled from things left and right, and his people have not said any, uh, one word towards it yet. It seems that they are trying to see, like, oh, maybe it'll just die down because of, you know, everything else that's happening in this country right now. (laughs) However, the things that he has been writing seems to be fueled by some sort of drug problem as well as um, some sort of mental instability that, again, I don't think anyone should, you know, the cannibal cop, for instance, (laughs) they never did anything. You can't arrest someone for thought crime. (laughs) No. However, he said straight up in his DMs, I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Mm-hmm. Um, I own you now. I'll own you forever. Again, slave master kinks. Yeah. You can have at. Yeah, that. Consensual BDSM. Sub-relationship. Sub have that. The, the,
3: the thing that actually pushed me over the edge, I was weirdly like, oh, this seems like it's just fantasy talk. Until he wrote, I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while
1: still warm. And you know what?
3: I believe it. Yeah,
1: but also, you know, gain its power. Do you do you, boo? <laughs> it's just. No, I don't think that's actually
3: okay. That's yeah, not no, no. That's not <laughs> no, no, no,
1: it's not. Of course, it's <laughs> not. Of course, <laughs> it's <laughs> not. It's cool. I know. Of course, it's not okay. It's very gay. Of course, not even it's okay. If okay. he's actually done
3: that, that means like he is on the slippery slope. I don't think slope. he's
1: actually done it. I I'm gonna go ahead and say I would assume that this is part of a role playing. I. But who knows? I don't know this person. Maybe they have. I just know that there's also a lot of chatting online that is fantasy, that is said with the fantasy in a way to create an idea, to create um, a, a myth about themselves. I am aware of that is a big part of especially chatting online. You can be whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Did he actually do it? We'll probably never know.
4: Yeah. I think that the thing with, right. It, 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 reading through the, especially because it's all like, as you guys know, celebrity gossip websites are so difficult to read because there's like 10 million pop-up ads and each each story is interspersed with like five videos and like 25 tweets. And all the tweets are just like funny tweets. Like they're, they're like very funny tweets, but they're not actually information. So it's like. I was, like, you know, over here, like, the meme of the woman doing math trying to figure out exact, like, sort out, like, what of this sounds like consensual BDSM, like, you know, role play, and what of this sounds like, and and what context do we have about who these were sent to, to know if it's, like, if the, if the kind of situation itself could have been abusive, one of, one of the people was 20, so that's, that's not good, um, reportedly 20 like so that in and of itself is like a big red flag right i feel like there's it's it's you know as i was reading through it i was like i need to like put right a big old disclaimer like consensual bdsm fine i guess cannibal role play uh fantasy you know fine anytime you veer from the cannibalism mentions into like any sort of specifics though like even with cannibal cop and like he had the the database of very like people's addresses and he had like freezer space. Like once you get into any logistical planning around the cannibalism, that's when you have to do a hard stop. Um <laughs> and I feel like uh the like I could not sort out like is this is this kind of funny and harmless or is this like abusive and not funny or is Don't it know. somewhere but like I was it was it is very hard, difficult to parse the story, it is it is a head-scratcher. It really, because like I said, I
1: believe in the right to say whatever you want to say. It is, I am scared of it. If someone, <laughs> I will say if someone sent these messages to me, I'd say, no, thank you. It's thank a, you. Yes. You look great in a crushed velvet blazer, but I decline and I appreciate your offer. But um, it is, I am scared of it. Yeah, and also see, part of this is that uh, I think part of the reason why they're pushing so hard on this is that Army Hammer is currently going through a divorce, and these messages happened while he was still in the marriage. But also, Mm. Army Hammer is currently trying to get control, like some custody of his children.
4: Don't want these tweets read at
1: the custody battle. Why why this stuff is coming out? And it like, and of course, I think that if you follow celebrity gossip. Army Hammer's kind of been in everything for a while. He's been around, like, people have been kind of shitting on him for a while. I imagine it is part of his ex currently trying to keep him away from their children. And that takes on a whole other thing. You know, it's like, that's a whole, like, again, you say whatever you want to say, and you be whatever you want to well don't do whatever you want to do a lot of times unfortunately not if it's cannibalism (laughs) if it's around my kids is a different subject well i i I, that
3: he said in an interview to that kind of really confirms that these are probably legit uh, these alleged tweets that he like Used to be into being like um, a dom essentially, but now that he's Again, like married, fine. now that he's married, he's you know he's he's, he's married he's married to quote a feminist. He he that was annoying that annoyed me because yeah, I'm like feminists right? can like
4: BDSM too
3: like Fem- a femi- feminist feminists have beaten the shit out of me in the past <laughs> bam bam I'm just like once more mother bam bam It's like yeah yeah you know what I mean I've gotten my f- ooh it, it,
4: that was it, that reminded me of like when when there was like people would go on shows and talk about like feminists or comedians and it's just like all right now let's not use like yeah. an extremely 1990 like understanding of what a feminist is army hammer yes yeah yeah
3: for sure well also yeah it's it's like that's not why you can't be a dom anymore you just yeah.
4: like <laughs> sounds like your I wife didn't want doing. that or yeah, it sounds something like you're was
3: hiding <laughs> Right. Like a legitimate part of your sexuality in order to pretend to be like, quote unquote, or to be like some kind of family man. And then you're just going to do what clearly you've now done if these texts are real, which is like, just do it on the side in secret, uh, which is super unhealthy.
4: And also in that interview, he was like, oh, well, I respect her too much to do that. So then it's like, okay, were you doing this stuff before? Yeah. And of course, we've all slept with people that we didn't fully respect, but like, yeah. the idea that... <laughs> but also,
1: you can be there. You, it is. Not only... Age, it's very easy to be a dom and still respect exactly.
4: someone. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's it, like,
1: completely separate. Exactly. If, <laughs> if you're
4: saying, oh, I can't do it because I respect her too much, that means you were doing this before with women. Like, you, if you were actually doing this with, with women because you didn't respect them, then that wasn't consensual the right way that's no! not i
3: mean come on guys i'm sure the 20 year old that he makes call him daddy is totally respected in his he's on the respected people list i'm sure that's the part that eeks me too is that it's like that's so groomy i mean 20 come on yeah, you don't know what's no. going on you got this movie star clearly you're, you're you're under a spell and and you have no i i don't think at that age you really truly know whether you sh- want to be this like Fucking don't, I don't know, sub thing. You know what I mean? It just feels a little. And maybe you do, but maybe maybe you do, but explore that with like other people. I think closer to your age who respect you. At least it's not a movie star. Yes, and like you know, in a marriage. I mean, come on, like it's so ridiculous.
4: Many a red (laughs) flag. We're like, if who respect you, not in a marriage. Somebody closer to your age, not with a huge power differential. Talk to someone you can like. It
1: should be something that you are able to communicate about freely for you to be able to feel comfortable in the situation. Dom and Sub is 100% all about consent. Right. For me, in my life at least, it is very easy to communicate about what you need and what is expected and what is going to happen so that you should, it's all about respect. Right. It's all about respect. Yes. Didn't the woman post
3: the picture with the bruises on her neck and said like, this all legend said that he like did not communicate well with her, and then ghosted her afterwards. And and you know after this really like violent session with him, I mean I thought I saw that. Unfortunately,
1: but maybe- I have had way too many instances that <laughs> happened because of OK Cupid. Sorry to laugh, that when but I, I just, was I in I a really have bad time in my life time. of doing things that I didn't consent to, and things that things would get out of hand. Then I'd be like, oh well. You know, I was drunk. And it's like that kind of thing. And now I talk to my therapist at length about it. It's just I it's yucky and I really um am going to try per- now that like it's that respect comment. But yeah. now I'm just
4: like, can we just can we get rid of him? Yeah, that's can he be the red gone flag. Now? Right. If he says that's right. the scary part. Right. He could oh and, and if he was not that the the thing that makes me believe he's probably a huge piece of shit is that if he wasn't a piece of shit, he could have Yeah, like gotten out ahead of this in that interview by being like, oh, yeah, I like consensual kink or whatever, because he was obviously being very open and candid. Like he could have spoken about it in a way that didn't indicate, no, my kink is that I actually do disrespect women or like my thing is that I actually do disrespect women. And that's what turns me on. And now I can't like do that with my wife because I'm supposed to respect her. It's like a massive like asshole alert if not something if if not an alert to something much bigger going on which is why i think ultimately even though the story is in many ways hilarious is uh, the conclusion is that he is not a good person. And he is 100% a cannibal. See,
3: aren't you guys glad that we opened with 10 solid minutes of just the Duke's load before we got into all (laughs) this? See, we had
1: to talk about the Duke's load. We had to talk about, because Bridgerton is one of the few things in my life that is 100% making me happy. (laughs) <laughs> because you know what's not making me happy? Why? This video that Holden McNeely sent us <laughs> about Kim Cattrall. That's not making you it, happy? It's that making me so happy and it the only me thing happy. making me happy That has right
3: sparked now. so much joy in my life that I want to say I saw that video like maybe five, <laughs> six, seven years ago, and it has stuck with me ever since. It is a 45-second long video. I found it when I was surfing through the top of all time of reddit cringe and our cringe i think since then the subreddit's changed drastically so i'm not necessarily directing you there but back in the day it was the best it was a gold mine of stuff like this so this all came up because you you, should we start with just the whole rift between sarah jessica parker uh I, i i don't know i'm starting to guys i'm starting to feel like maybe i'm on sjp's
4: side a little bit is that I, I fucked think up? I'm a Samantha, but I think that I am also on SJP's side. Yeah, it is so, it, if y'all didn't
1: know, Sex and the City is coming back. They have rebooted it for HBO Max. And if you guys remember, Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker hate each other. And it says Sarah Jessica Parker has come out publicly trying to make things better. Kim Cattrall refuses to meet her halfway. Something happened between them. Something happened Clearly. that we don't know about, obviously. Yeah. We, I don't know what it is. I, maybe Kim Cattrall just can't stand the fact that SJP is constantly trying to be on the outside America's darling. I, I don't know if it has, to, because there was all this shit, I believe it was last year or maybe the year, oh God, who knows anymore, um, that Kim Cattrall's brother, I believe, was dying. And Sarah Jessica Parker came out and and like gave gave her eternal love and support. And her twit her twit back was, "I don't need your love or support <laughs> at this tragic time." At Sarah Jessica Parker, it was
4: intense. She was like, "You can fuck all the way off. You're not in my family. Yeah. You're not my friend." It was like, and in the and admittedly, right, Kim control was going through like a very intense personal crisis. But it was yes, she was it raged that SJP tried to extend her condolences. So, you know, something happened. I'm not, I'm not on team SJP in this set. Like who knows who was like what at work. Collaborative relationships can go South real hard. Uh, you know, so that I was kind of like, well, in the, in the world of sex in the city, I like Samantha much more. So I'm, Perhaps I'm on that team. But as things have kind of continued, it does seem to that. I mean, I kind of admire Kim Cattrall's just like, fuck, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. I'm not interested. Like since 2018, she's being like, I'm not interested in in a third movie. I'm not interested. Like, leave me out of this. And I kind of got to admire it. It does seem like Sarah Jessica Parker is trying to be... You know, kind and nice in public, although that's exactly what Kim Cattrall accused her of, maintaining her nice girl persona. Yes. Yes. But speaking of nice girl persona, I guess that doesn't include
1: Kim Cattrall doing improvisational jazz with her husband. (laughs) And we must... Mary, can you please play the audio so everyone can hear the improvisational jazz that Kim Cattrall makes with her husband.
0: Yama piebo, sedere in dog Latin, he quotes. Uje, soffice, Well, he bit all the he-dogs and winked at all the she-dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that.
3: So okay, let's we can break this down a little bit. Okay, so it goes something. It goes, um ye bo," said reba Both in dog Latin, he quotes, "Uj sofa <laughs>
0: Uh,
3: I don't know what that means. This is a jazz interpretation of the poem "The Little Dog's Day." The real line is "Jam incipiedo sedere facebo In dog Latin, he quotes, "Eugene Sophos hooray." Okay. So it's a
1: bit. Of a- I don't know what you're saying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is
2: saying here. Meanwhile, right? well,
4: the, the, the the visual you need is that they're standing in their living room, and the husband is playing the upright bass, and she's not only saying what you just heard, but also kind of like grooving and snapping. She's
1: swaying.
4: She's swaying. It is
1: very cringe. <laughs> it is. I will say, Molly said it best when Holden sent us this because I included the stuff about Samantha and Kim Cattrall, and Holden sent us this, and it did. It put such a huge smile on my face. I'm like... (laughs) What is she? Doing? My stress it's melted the opposite away. Way of Azalea Banks, it couldn't be any more yeah. opposite from Azalea Banks. It's um, so... I think it is just like what is happening here. But it. What does she say? The he dogs and the she no to all
3: The he dogs and winked at all the she dogs. And every now and again, all when I'm the randomly she dogs. like when I'm randomly doing a task, every now and again in my life. Now since I saw that video years ago, that line will pop into my head, and I'll just chuckle to myself. Is it's so like it reminds me of just that kind of thing that you just you're in the moment and you think what you're doing is so interesting and unique because everyone treats <laughs> you, you like you're really interesting and, and, and then you put it out the there and it's dogs. so embarrassing and like I don't know if she's embarrassed by it but I get em- it's one of those videos where it. I get embarrassed for her it is classic cringe <laughs> because you really do feel like god damn that's so embarrassing <laughs> and i used to do something like that in high school again as a high schooler but also as a joke i called it performance art my buddy played upright bass and i would like move around the room and say all these dumb things and to make my friends laugh and she's like actually seriously doing it thinking it's like a really cool thing to do
1: could you give us like a can you give us like a bit of you know like <laughs> boom boom, boom kind of what boom, she boom, did a little <laughs> bit but like to make you oh,
3: laugh no. but to make you laugh okay. la- but but not not but being self aware that it, what I'm doing is ridiculous.
4: And this is post Sex in the City. This is not. She's not yes. like 20. This is not uh, that much of a deep cut. This is. She no. is famous actress Kim Cattrall. Oh, after yeah. Sex in the City, she is an adult on like prime on one of those shows like
3: primetime or uh, you know what was the other one? I mean, there's 60 minutes. So that was a little more serious. One of those dumb 10 p.m. Yeah. celebrity interview shows, and it's just so to show us how interesting and unique her home life is with her husband. They performed a little. Um, I guess it's freeform jazz. I guess you'd call that.
1: I'm not I really sure. It. I would. L- I would watch her do it for two hours straight <laughs> just <laughs> to see what would come out of her mouth. That one part, she's like Simpson right. Like she like,
2: <laughs> he yells at her, It's like, what are you doing?
4: What so are you weird. doing? But you know what? I don't know if I would watch for two hours straight. Is the reboot of Sex in the City? And I mm, am a I loyalist. I Don't
1: know. I don't know. I don't know, Molly. I'm. It's so the the reboot is called and just like that, Uh, and it will be on HBO Max. And just like that, they were older and they have to deal with their problems. Um, I don't know if I want to see them more successful. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I it loses what Sex and the City is for me. And even though, like, obviously, I could never identify with Sex and the City because. I've never been rich, and that was the opposite of my experience while living in New York City. I never wore crazy shoes. I never went to fancy parties. Most of it was me hammered on bottom shelf gin uh, trying not to get groped in a bar bathroom. That is most of what my New York experience was. Oh, apparently in episode three,
3: they stormed the Capitol building to steal AOC's shoes.
1: See, <laughs> that makes sense. Are they going to put on their their buffalo hats? Are they going
4: to steal some pedestals? Uh, you know, the, I get. The problem it. is, you know. So I'm a total loyalist. I watch. I have this inexplicable behavior where I have to watch Sex in the City, the movie one, every New Year's, and so I watched it recently. It's fresh on my mind, and you know. I was trying to explain to Gideon why I care so much about this franchise because I think it's a little bit baffling to people who didn't, like, have that as part of their early, uh, you know, development, cultural development. Yes. Because, yeah, it's like all these rich, white, straight, cis women, it's, like, very much a product of its time. It has these major, major limits. It had a total – it was just absolutely – Clueless when it came to class, especially there is like episodes that should a hundred percent be pulled from the air forever that are still airing in yes. syndication, like transphobic shit. Like so, it, it comes with all these caveats, right? But like, I feel like for people our age, especially like that, and from like, I was in a show with all women. And I would have p- men like an improv show with all women and I would have men come up to me afterwards and be like until sex in the city I literally never knew that women talked to each other like this
1: like it <laughs> was for our time like for our generation it was the first time like outside of love line even that was two fucking dudes it was the first time I could see that women talked about sex yes. the way I always wanted to. Exactly. That is, a w- that is how it affected me and how it changed me as a person. Again, watching it now, there's a lot of yikes in there. <laughs> but for 1998, right. that was groundbreaking.
4: It's so for 1996,
1: groundbreaking. You know, it's like it started in 1996. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Loveline right now. <laughs> I think that it started in 1998. But... Like that was a t- like that was something that opened up my eyes in a way that I never knew that I was allowed to t- or allowed to think like that. Yes, because I also grew up in a house where sex was not discussed. It was not okay. It is shameful to like your body, but we won't get into that right now. <laughs> Maybe that explains my okay, cupid problems. But
4: <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, like it was. It was like the. It, and it's so, and when I was trying to explain it to Gideon, I almost felt, it was almost like embarrassing to even explain, but I was like, if you were like growing up as a girl at this time and you saw this, you did not know that you had never, it's not that you didn't know because you had had, you know, you had probably had conversations like this with your girlfriends. For men, I think it was like, wow, I didn't know. But for, for, for people growing up like girls at that time, it was like, it was like, I have never seen this before in 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 media in pop culture, like I had never seen women talk to each other. It's the whole Bechdel test thing, right? Every every yeah. movie has doesn't have women talking to each other. Women are only tools for men, like, and that has changed a lot now. So I think that if a, if a, if an eighteen year old watched Sex and the City now, they would be like. I don't need this, like, because yes. cause, cause it has changed so much and it is now not, like, stunning to see four women talk to each other. But it was stunning to see four women talk to each other then, especially about sex, especially in a very, like, open and, you know, it was just, it it, it felt so, yeah, like, like groundbreaking, barrier-breaking. And, and also it centered, like, women over relationships. You know, Samantha, it's like, she chooses herself over relationships. I had never seen another, like, famously pop culture character like that that cared about herself more than she cared about being in a relationship. There just wasn't that. That, that just wasn't going on in the late 90s and early 2000s, which is why that franchise is so important to me, and why I don't think we need a reboot now. If anything, no. do one where it's like, um, the way that Cobra Kai, maybe don't have all of the older characters come in, but maybe do, but the way that Cobra Kai is like, what if we do a just a totally different vision of this, where there is In the world Yeah, of it. it's the world, but instead of Ralph Macchio, we have Miguel, instead of right, right, like, do one where it's four best friends, but it's not all straight, it's not all cis, it's not all white, and it but it's still really fucking you know interesting and funny and does the same kind of has the same kind of tone and style. Like, I just don't think I can I don't want to know what Charlotte is up to right now, you know. See, that's why I loved what they did, which I don't know if we ever talked about this, Molly.
1: Did you ever watch the Carrie Diaries?
4: Yeah, that I guess that's what, what this I was,
1: right? The Carrie Diaries. So, Holden, right. and this is when they it was like. That had them becoming <laughs> friends, it was like oh, them okay. as, oh, as. the yeah, when, I remember when that 1984. Came out. I, remember that. Yeah. I loved it, and it was only two seasons. I really enjoyed it. I was like, "That's the the reboot. Right. That like we already did it." Right.
3: Yeah, that yeah. was a good idea. And then, I, yeah, we'll see. Who knows? It has a little bit of a Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns vibe to it. They're older, they're grittier. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah, they're violent now. I'd wa- yeah, I'll
4: maybe watch they're that. a little
3: violent. Maybe they're gonna solve crimes in the city or something like that. Maybe it's crime in the city. Ooh, crime really, in the city. I really
4: wanted Cynthia Nixon to be governor of New York. First and foremost, because she has very, very good politics. But also, I thought it would have been so cool to have a governor for whom you have all these, like, sex scenes, like, naked fucking scenes. I thought that would be (laughs) really nice, like, to be like, yeah, you can, like, be naked and have sex on camera and still be a really, like, good governor. I would love to break that (laughs) barrier, but. Well, it didn't Um, happen.
1: That's not true. No (laughs) sex. I want all the politicians to have never touched anyone else before.
0: (laughs)
3: All right, it's time. It's time for some share. (gasps) Do you
2: believe in...
3: The fact that Ronan Farrow is Frank Sinatra's son?
4: This is my favorite one, Uh, of course. Sorry, I'm not supposed to answer yet.
3: This is a fun one, right? We're not gonna spend too much time in the dirty detail, the dark undertones of this story, but I think the the part of it where uh, he might be old Blue-Eyes' son is kind of fun. Ronan Farrow was originally believed to be the product of Mia Farrow and Woody Allen. However, Ronan bears such a striking <laughs> res- striking resemblance to Farrow's ex. One, Frank Sinatra, so much so that people believe him to be the true father. If Jack, you, you've seen the side-by-sides, right? If you're listening at oh, home. Oh,
1: oh, 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 it's There's no question. There's no, <laughs> there's there's no, no question. Way. <laughs> there's no way that that beautiful man <laughs> came from Woody Allen. Uh, And that is really the
3: biggest piece of evidence. In the evidence section I have written, Ronan and Mia have, in the years since, become estranged from Woody Allen for reasons we don't need to get into here. Look it up, people! I wrote in all caps. (laughs) He went off on uh, Allen in a Twitter tirade in a lead-up to Father's Day back in 2012 where Ronan calls it Brother-in-Law's Day, look it up! What happened? He calls it Brother-in-Law's Day, which I do think is very funny. In the same thread, someone asked him if he was Sinatra's father. He replied, quote, listen, we're all possibly Frank Sinatra's son, which opened the wound back up of this theory. Apparently, Pharaoh back in 2006 in an interview hinted that it could possibly be true and later said that she and Sinatra, quote, never broke up. Even Woody Allen himself insinuated this might be true in an editorial back in 2014 for the New York Times, but that was probably just to try and focus on her possible misdeeds in the past instead of the things that he was... Um, uh. sort of Uh. screamed at about look it up everybody look it up but either way uh, here's the evidence against a biographer for Sinatra um, said at the time of Ronan's conception Sinatra had undergone severe abdominal surgery including the removal of 12 feet of intestines and had to wear a colostomy bag and on top of that at that time, he was apparently impotent. Is the is the old evidence against? Uh, Ronan has been asked several times in interviews whether or not he is Sinatra's son, and he generally denies it. I guess, but it seems like he always kind of just like sidesteps the question at the same time, which is fun. So, I'm gonna just pull it up right now. Ronan Farrow, <laughs>
2: Frank it Sinatra. Is, this
4: is the funniest. Absolute funniest shit. If you have not never looked at what Ronan Farrow looks like, it's there is no need for any evidence because if you look <laughs> at Ronan Farrow, he, he looks, looks exactly like, like, like Frank Sinatra.
1: Like it's not even. I apologize for saying that he's too hot to be Woody Allen's but son. He looks it's not nothing. even that. He looks just like. Frank Sinatra is really the thing. It's,
4: I mean, there there is just no question. And also, yeah, he is very hot, like Frank Sinatra, like, and not at all. In like, the
3: exact way that Frank Sinatra is. And it's so funny that Woody Allen would be the other option too. Yes, you, know what you what
4: would I mean? never, like, <laughs> never. <laughs> no one who has done the little genetics square in seventh grade, you know, biology would look at a picture of Woody Allen. I mean, of course, Kids look don't always look like their parents. But then when you see, oh, you look exactly like this man who could be your father, it's just 100%. His father and I think it's great, right? Because of everything that happened with Woody Allen and the idea that there is this guy now who's like a journalist, who's like you know a very good like you know uh, journalist in terms of like investigating allegations of like powerful people who yeah. uh, you know abuse their power in terms of sexual assault and misconduct, and then he just is like this fucking banger reincarnation of Frank Sinatra. It's so perfect. It's it always makes me smile because. It's it's like a harmless, I mean, Woody Allen is harmed, but I don't really care about that. It's like a harmless conspiracy theory, but also not right. a conspiracy theory because it's so demonstrably true.
3: <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, Molly believes, I believe, Jackie.
4: i never believed anything more <laughs> I, in my life. It's my religion. I'm going to say that
3: Mia Farrow's yes. son looks more like you, Molly, than uh, Woody Allen. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to actually agree with you on that yeah. one. Um, Jackie, <laughs> Very what do you much think? so.
1: Especially this quote from Woody Allen. Um, In my opinion, he's my child. I think he is, but I wouldn't bet my life on it. I paid for (laughs) child support for him for his whole childhood, and I don't think that's very fair if he's not mine. Fuck you, Woody Allen. (laughs) Fuck you for a hundred million reasons, but fuck you especially, and yes, of course it's true. All right. Look at how how beautiful his blue eyes
4: are. (laughs) Look at him. Look at any picture of him. Also
1: has beautiful eyes.
4: Any picture of Frank Sinatra, and I don't know whether we've ever investigated Frank Sinatra in terms of his own behavior, but I have nothing but positive regard for Frank Sinatra, and so it also makes me feel good to be like you're Frank Sinatra's son, not that other guy's son. You're this extremely handsome, talented singer's son, and so everything about this story makes me feel good, and I hope it makes him feel good too, because wouldn't you rather be Frank Sinatra's son?
3: Sure, I guess. I mean, Frank Sinatra's not exactly uh, clean as a whistle either in terms of, I'm gonna say, trapping young women maybe, and allegedly, I'm gonna just assume he did, in a room and... Sort of played circus games with them. Maybe sort of when they were in a state. I, I'm making it up as I go along. Do we but know? I just, That's the thing. I don't actually right?
4: know. I guess we should assume <laughs> that every man from the past is probably bad. But I just I, I mean, don't I don't know of anything specific with him.
3: With as much power as Sinatra had. I mean, it wasn't so didn't necessarily have a rap of being like a sweetheart. Guy, Uh (laughs) all right. So
4: I, 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 I'll step back on my unmitigated enthusiasm for Frank Sinatra. That's mostly the old. I think you can still laugh at this. It's okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's okay. He's just a talented. You know, I like an old, uh, you know, '40s and '50s song and dance man.
3: Uh, I I could be totally wrong about him being like a terrible person.
4: (laughs) Apparently, he had a very bad. Anger issue.
1: Yeah. Okay. He had a cruel streak in his personality, yes. he is referred to as. Yes. I know that he definitely had organized crime links and that was a big issue, but it seems more than anything, I don't think, I mean, you know, he didn't marry his daughter. Yeah. So that <laughs> is for sure. He's at I mean, least he definitely a, wasn't, he's um, at I don't think, stuff. seems. I don't think he was molesting any of his right. own children, so that I think that gives him a step that gives up, him right? A notch. So I will throw that out there. I On think the it's better. It's better to have him as a father, but who knows? Who, who fucking knows? Yeah, no, guys. you're right.
4: You're right. We don't know, but right. As, as, as in terms of what we know, I do think if you have to choose between those two men, you're gonna choose Frank Sinatra. If
3: someone were to say, "Do you want to take a bet, ten dollars, that he trapped a woman in a room once in his life?" I'm I'm gonna have to go with. Them. I'm gonna take that.
1: I'm gonna take that. That's honest. I'm not saying he did it. I get it. I, I, you know, (laughs) any way that we can make that money, you know, (laughs) take that, take that bet. But right now we're too busy because it's time for the list. Oh, Oh. who's Who's on on the list? list? Jackie Jackie. gotta Gotta have that that list. list. Scenes actors wish they'd never filmed. I I couldn't remember if we've done this one before because I seem to remember this Sharon Stone. Do tidbit. remember the Sharon Stone one? Yeah, the that in Basic Instinct. Um, it was the le- which Basic Instinct. Yes, I love Basic Instinct, but it was the leg cross heard round the world, and Stone says she was tricked into it. My director said, can you hand me your underpants because you shouldn't have underpants on, but we won't see anything. I said, sure. I didn't know this moment would change my life because it was definitely something that she was not aware was going to be shown. Now, that is a very scary one. I think hopefully things have changed between now and then. There's also, you know what, Martin Sheen, which, I'll take it, in a seed in Apocalypse Now, where a drunk Captain it. Willard, I'll take it, yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at the picture of him in Apocalypse Now, and he's uh, very attractive. Oh, you'd, you'd,
3: you would allow him to duke you, is what you're saying.
1: I would take it, in Apocalypse Now, yes, I would take it, where drunk Captain Willard trashes his hotel room, Sheen was actually plastered. He couldn't believe the bloody mess the next day and confessed to Francis Ford Coppola that he refuses to rewatch the scene. Very scary. But this, let's be real. The reason why I chose this was because of the Taylor Lautner tidbit from Twilight Saga New Moon. Look, he's a werewolf. And when werewolves transform, shirts rip open so There's your motivation. Still, what did Taylor Lautner say? I don't want to become known as just a body. Me too. If I had to choose, I would never have taken my shirt off again in a movie. And I guess that's not very realistic. But don't worry, Taylor Lautner. I don't think you're getting many opportunities. (laughs) I don't think you're getting many opportunities to say yes or no to anything because I don't think that it was the muscles keeping him from being in other movies. I haven't seen New Moon yet, but I have heard tale that he might not be the best actor in the world. But we will be watching New Moon together fairly soon. Check it out on our Page 7 Patreon because we are coming to a close of New Moon fairly soon. And we will be watching it together. I'm very excited. Molly, their clothes burst off of their bodies when they become a werewolf.
4: I guess I'll take that. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Are you scared of it? (laughs) I am not turned on by the Twilight series, but maybe that's because I haven't listened to it in your voice yet.
1: I understand, but now I am um, completely, completely obsessed with it. Um, I don't know if you can tell besides the fact that I talk about it constantly. Um, Now, this was interesting to me. immediately want to try and find it. There is a movie called Don's Plum. What the fuck is this, dude? With Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) and Tobey Maguire. What? Now, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire sued to make sure you never see Don's Plum. What? Largely because of improvised scenes like the one where DiCaprio wears false teeth and licks his own boogers. It is banned in the
4: U.S. and Canada. What? What? I would have watched that movie when I was in high school just so quickly. I loved both. Those were like my top two. And in 1998, which was, oh, oh,
1: because they are in as, um, as rough as it is, you know, Tobey Maguire, Kevin Connolly, David Blaine and Leonardo DiCaprio are all in what they refer to as the pussy posse. And the Pussy Posse is now not so much anymore. But back at the time, that's part of the reason why they were such close friends. It assume, I'm assuming is because of this experience they went through together. I don't know what happens in the movie. I don't know. And now, even as I'm talking about it right now, I'm trying to find some. I got, I got
3: you, I got you. So also Jenny Lewis is in the movie. And um, Ooh. Uh, Blake Sinnott of Rilo Kylie, from Rilo Kylie, Jenny Lewis's band, did the soundtrack for the film. Don's Plum is centered centered around a friend group of young 20-year-olds who meet at a restaurant called Don's Plum every Saturday night. The four male friends usually each bring a girl with them to all hang out. Drama ensues, including verbal and physical altercations between the friends and other members of the restaurant. There's very little concrete plot with more of a friends hanging out movie. So, kind of what you said. You don't know what the movie's about. The movie apparently seems to be about nothing.
1: (laughs) Um, But also, apparently... DiCaprio plays rude, standoffish Derek, whose standout lines are, do you girls masturbate at all? And I'll fucking throw a bottle at your face, you goddamn whore. (laughs) Yikes. Very much a yikes.
4: I don't know why I was over here thinking I could universally love Frank Sinatra when we can't even trust basic instinct. And then there's (laughs) this. You you know, everything And and it was all (laughs)
1: ad-libbed. So I imagine that they were all just sitting in a room, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make the We're making, because it seems like, so they did it in black and white. Seems like a bit of a, like, they were trying to do, like, an art house type. Uh, movie. Yeah. No. Movie. I don't want it.
3: Also, the character, or the guy who directed is R.D. Robb. He played the little kid named Schwartz in A Christmas Story.
4: Oh, Schwartz. Yes. Oh. How yeah. weird is all of this the one who makes the kid put his tongue on the pole yeah yes
1: um so there's that you know what they wish they hadn't done that and now <laughs> I'm so interested I want of course to find it there must be at least some way to find it I don't know how to do those kind of things on the internet but if you're curious it's called Don's plum now and I'm gonna I'm gonna end us on this last one with Kurt Russell in hateful eight. So, if you've seen Hateful Eight, which I really enjoyed, Kurt Russell was totally in character when he grabbed a guitar from Jennifer Jason Lee and smashed it to bits. No one told him it was an antique Martin from the 1860s worth 40 grand. Lee had fallen in love with the instrument and was heartbroken. Russell nearly cried himself. Can you imagine? not being told and then like you're just in the scene you're like oh this is going to be great thinking it's a prop uh, I appreciate it actually makes me like both Kurt Russell and Jennifer Jason Lee even more the fact that they were so um strucken by uh, <laughs> what happened you know what I mean <laughs>
3: I just want to say all I had to do is Google Watch Don's Plum, and it seems the entire one hour and 48 movie is on YouTube.
1: Done. All right. Well, we're guess wow. we, I guess we'll watch it. All right. Let's end early. Oh, there is a lot of kissing. I feel Something tells me it's not going to give me the loins right. that I had through Bridgerton, but you know what? I'll watch it. Wait, hold on a second. Actually, you I can't so see
3: young. the movie anymore. Um, maybe oh, something happened no. to YouTube,
1: or oh my god, I think I'm going blind.
3: blind.
2: Items! Oh, we, we can't, can't see, see them. Em. We can't like,
3: Molly, oh, we can't see
2: Oh. <laughs> oh.
3: Oh. oh. Uh Yes, the blind items <laughs> have arrived. You know, there's, there's, there are more than one occultist hanging out around the town these days, okay? This is another Ooh. blind item in about. A famous person being a part of the occult. The B list singer with an A list sibling, and that A list sibling is also a big deal singer. Big, big, big deal singer. Has turned her attention to hooking up with men and practicing rituals on them to see if her occult game is up to par. It isn't like she is trying to hide it. She has no shortage of takers. B list singer. I I mean, she's, I would almost say borderline like A list though, like B plus list singer. And then, but it's just, like, her sister is, like, even way crazier. So that just, that's what almost who
4: has a her- Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears? No. Is it no. Solange?
3: Yes, it's Solange. Whoa. Solange and the A-list singer is, uh, A-list, uh. Sibling is Beyonce, of
4: course. I was gonna say, well, Beyonce's not borderline a list. No, no, no,
3: I think Solange is like borderline. I gotcha. feel like the only thing that makes Solange oh, yeah. B list in this situation is just because of how ridiculously a list her sister. It's like she's a minus list. Beyonce is like a plus plus list. She That's like almost be how up. I would break it. Down. Got it. Yeah, yep. yeah. Because I think yes. she's like you know she's pr- a pretty huge deal. But either way, she's posted about it on the Insta, and apparently she is a child of Yamaya, which one publication claims is a demon sea witch that she worships. However, oh, uh, in in in, a, in comments, one use in the comments I looked at, one user said. Google claims different that Yamaya was a river goddess of the Yoruba in Nigeria, which went with her people when they were hoarded onto slave ships and therefore became their goddess of the ocean. So it might be a little racist to say it's some kind of a ocean demon, but still that is she does worship. Well, i definitely raised to say
1: it like that, but I, I think it's sick as shit. I <laughs> will out there.
3: She, it's more like she worships a goddess of the ocean, and I think Fuck that's yeah, kind of she does. So it is still a little, you know, fascinating. I wonder if that's true, though, that she practices on these
1: many steeds, let's call them. Ooh, oh, I mean, again, I'll watch it. I will, as long as it is consensual, I <laughs> agree with it.
3: Uh, as long as there's a safe word. Yes, uh, yes. All right, there you go. Moving right along. This c celebrity makes plenty of money through her marriage to her actor husband. What she hates about losing endorsement deals are the ones that give her more airtime or photo spreads or thirst fulfillers. That's all she's sad about. But she's definitely losing a lot. Of endorsement deals right now because of the certain hilarious, let's say, uh, recent events with her that's helped to get people's minds off of other things. I'd say a little bit. No one doesn't laugh at this recent news story that we've covered um, that would cause her to le- lose a bunch of endorsement deals.
1: It's Azalea Banks.
3: No, she, I don't. She has endorsement deals. Give me the description oh, again. The type? A seedless celebrity makes plenty of money through her marriage to her actor husband. What she hates about losing endorsement deals isn't the money; it's it's the ones that give her
1: Hilaria Baldwin. Oh, yes, her partnership
3: is more of a follow up than like a true blind. Her partnership with Cuties Baby Care has ended since the scandal. Aww. Not
4: cuties, cuties Baby Care.
3: This came days after the doll brand American Girl confirmed they were no longer working with her. That's right; they're all dropping like flies. Imagine the meeting dropping at Cuties, like cuties and American flies. Girl
4: where they're like, "Okay, do we here at American Girl Doll really want to?" Be represented by someone who fakes being Spanish. No, we have to make the call.
3: Uh, how you say you're fired.
4: Uh, absolutely.
3: Yeah. 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 That's, I hope yeah. that's how they did okay. it. I hope that's how they did
2: it. Uh, so
4: funny. I just love you. Love to see it. Yeah. It, you, do, you do love to see that. Because they're you know, so rich, they're gonna be extremely fine regardless. It does. They're so matter. fine. But it,
3: I, I totally get, how, but but when you're that rich. Money all of a sudden just kind of means nothing, and all you have is your rep at that yeah. point. Yeah. And when you lose your rep, yes. that's like the only thing you care about at that point is you have enough money to not care about survival or security. So all, especially if you're like this fancy wife of this big deal actor that's like doing all these endorsement deals and stuff, I mean it's like it's like um, you know, one step behind uh what's her name? Lori Laughlin or whatever and going to jail or whatever. Ooh, you yeah, know what I
4: mean? Yeah. Yes. yeah In terms right.
3: of tarnishing your yeah, like all she has are her like luncheons and stuff, you know what I right. mean? And now yeah. she can't do that stuff without being she
1: can't even have her luncheons anymore (laughs) no they whisper laugh
3: at her when she enters the room
1: no they go (laughs) how you say it's mean (laughs)
4: how
3: you say uh, feelings
4: get hurt in all languages
3: (laughs) and last but definitely not least on the blinds if you thought things were bad during filming the finished product is even worse The producers of this film starring uh, that foreign born illiterate singer are glad it won't have a full box office release because it will be a huge flop. They are hoping streaming will disguise some of the horror the box office numbers would have had. Um, I will say it is a live action remake. It It is definitely something we've talked about in the past being spoken of as not being very good based on the dailies from the set. It would normally be this, like, massive blockbuster. Now it's just being kind of slid out quietly. literate singer. So first letters are the same. She is foreign. She's actually foreign, like, not in the sense of, like, the, the de- deceptive Canadian foreign. She's, like, actually, you know what I mean?
2: Deceptive Canadian. <laughs> like Robert
3: Pattinson. Well, sometimes you go foreign, and it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, Canada, I guess. But, like, you don't look at them as foreign. You know what I mean?
1: So illiterate
4: illiterate.
3: singer
1: and big singer, and it's you said it's a Netflix thing.
3: No, I said it's a live action adaptation. It is not a Netflix.
1: Oh, live action. It's on one. It would. It'll be
3: on one of those other streaming services specifically that relates to. Hmm. How else do I get this across? (laughs) It is a live action adaptation of a giant animated film. It's not definitely not on Netflix. Think about other streaming services that Mulan similar is
4: it. Is it Lion Gang? No.
3: Milan already came out.
1: Yeah. Oh, so this is, a, oh, this is another movie that's coming out in the future. So it's yeah. on Disney+. Plus.
3: Yeah.
4: Who the fuck are you talking about?
3: We have talked Where's about this on the show, I believe, before as being a my potentially very bad product. Now it's kind well, of well. Hit us
4: with more about the singer. Is it the Little Mermaid? Oh, and, she, and there's going to be in the a crab fake
3: relationship with a, a a boy, is what the blinds all say. She um, she's got a good relationship with Taylor Swift. She is
4: Carly Klaus. No, that's not a little. We've talked about the. We just was it the Little Mermaid?
3: Not the Little Mermaid. Incredibly what? similar.
4: What didn't you just sing? Fucking under the sea recently. What else were we talking about?
3: No, no, we talked about this specific movie with this specific actor being not good in it.
4: Lindsay Lohan? No, she's no, not. Oh God, why would she be in a Disney I don't know. live action? She's a She wanted to be the Little
1: Mermaid. She wanted. Oh, to- That's what okay, we're talking okay. about. Okay, thank you. No, no. Like I it's not Little Mermaid. Think mind. of
3: all the other Disney properties that haven't come out with a live action yet. That would be that we and it's known to have been in the works. I kind of feel like I'm in a stress dream right now. I feel like I've given you guys every possible. <laughs> she opened for taylor swift i saw her live she opened for taylor swift i loved her performance she uh it's so crazy i can't believe i said that you still don't know the name of this singer she's in a fake relationship with a boy they had an almost kiss during an award show uh i I can't believe i just (laughs) said that sentence and you guys still have no idea who the fuck i know
1: sean mendes what is the bitch I'm dying!
3: I'm melting! Cabello, Cabello. Yes! <laughs> Jesus God! And who and who uh and what movie? You've known this!
1: <laughs> I have
4: no idea!
3: Oh my god, with the slipper!
4: Oh Cinderella.
1: Cinderella? Yeah. Holden, do you realize? How much entertainment <laughs> should I read? When did we talk about this? <laughs> yeah, we did not talk A year talk about ago? This.
4: Before the quarantine? Maybe it's, um, how oh, am I yeah,
1: supposed to these
0: when, things?
3: But they were filming- How am I
0: supposed to remember these you things? You should have said
4: that. We can't remember anything before quarantine. No! Word in the
3: street, though, she was like not good back when they were filming, and now apparently they're just releasing this thing, February 5th, no theatrical release, there are other movies that are being like held to to be a big theatrical release, but this one they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're just putting it out February fifth. <laughs>
1: Apparently,
3: it's not very good.
4: Oh, that's <laughs> sad. I like of course like it's
1: not going to be good. Of course it's not going to be good. She's so beautiful. She is. You know, she's a great singer. You just can't all make the jump, and that's okay.
3: I'm like, not everybody
1: right now. can make the jump. I'm we sweating. can't all
3: be JLo's. I think I found a new stress stream, and it's me just like giving you guys hint after hint while you both look at me like. Essentially, like you're ruining
1: the show right now. I'm like, I don't know what else. To I mean, totally me you didn't ruin the show, but you did fail us.
4: I wouldn't have yes. guessed her. It would have taken me forever to guess Camila Cabello. I'm you know she's
3: not. She's not like. It's so funny. She was so all over the place when her like album dropped, and and then when with her stuff with Shawn Mendes. And I will say, lately, she's been pretty off the map. So I could get why. She's not just in your brain
1: space. Top of I have mind. not thought yeah. about her in quite some time. Yeah, I will say that,
4: but I do love her.
1: Yeah, I like. I love that album. And now immediately, I just uh, Camilla Cabello. Camila Cabello just. Um, I guess there was some hot picture of her and Sean Mendez in a hot tub.
3: Every um, blind item ever written is just. They are in a fake relationship. Like I have to wade through. Of course through they are. The f- they are in a fake relationship and the fish fucking to like find new stuff. Like those are the <laughs> two. They
1: are definitely in a fake relationship. But again, I'll watch it. I'll watch whatever they want to do with their fake relationship. Shawn Mendes not my type. Not really. Even I'm not even really too into his music. But you know, we all have to make sacrifices, and sometimes we gotta watch. Uh, we gotta watch them have sex, and maybe that's the Bridgerton talking. There you go. Or maybe it's not. I you <laughs> thought about that. All right. I
2: can all I, see I you know
1: again. is that, uh, you know, what we do know is that Ron Farrell is Frank Sinatra's son. 100%. And that is a Garen, that is a page seven, Garen fucking team. 100%. Thank you guys so much. I mean, you can see again, right, Holden? I can
3: see with me eyes all of your lies, no matter how much you wear that disguise, Jackie you're a liar, I cannot trust you as far as I can throw you, back to you.
1: That is, like, not fucking (laughs) true. That is not true at all. But one thing, another thing that is definitely true is that Tom Cruise has sex with fish. (laughs) And we don't want you to forget it. He's only 5'7". I forget he's so short, Tom Cruise. I will say,
3: I think this is the first week, maybe last week was the first week, but sadly, no new fish fucking stories. I will definitely, definitely always read them as they come in to the blind items.
1: Thank you. We appreciate that. And uh, we appreciate you for checking out page seven today. It's been all over the place. (laughs) I hope you hung on for the run. This was a a bit of a horse Um. That you've saddled. There were, I think there were definitely points people could turn on and be like, did I just actually put
3: on last podcast on the left? I thought I put on the fun celebrity gossip story. and They're talking about
1: cat boilings and cannibalism, cannibalism. <laughs> what is happening. We don't know. And we didn't even get to my favorite story, but you're going to have to listen next week. If you want to hear about how we feel. About the hybrid that is Crocs and Heelys. But that's not, we don't have time for that today. You're going to have to wait till next week. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm. And please, if you would like to, start checking out all of the hard work I do on Twilight, New Moon, the audiobook on Page 7, podcast, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page seven the number podcast and uh two chapters a week come out we are in the thick and let me just say oh we might have met some of vampires in italy and yes that is my assento for some of them doing a bit of a bahlaria if you will and uh i will uh you we are meeting italian vampires currently
3: (laughs) fantastic uh Check us out also on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Every Friday night, I do Jackies with Jackie's 6 p.m. ET, and it's super fun. More and more people coming by every week. Molly pops in from time to time, and we always love to see her. Twitch.tv forward slash ho.
4: I'm partner. Ooh. And uh, my name is Molly, and I'm, I'm jklcat on Instagram.
1: And while we were doing this, yes, the um, current president was just impeached. Officially for a impeached time. for a second time. <laughs> Historically.
3: Christ. Historical first. No president ever in history has been impeached twice. So put that in So,
4: historical moments, I guess. And and we can say, <laughs> when sure. we're asked, when we're 95 year old, years old, where were you? And we'll say, I was recording page seven. <laughs> Talking about Azalea
1: Banks, an army hammer, being a cannibal. <laughs> You got to be super me with this shit. (laughs) I love y'all. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.